Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast, where our number one passion is helping you walk close with God. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and it's my mission in life to do whatever I can to help you embrace the wonder of developing an authentic friendship with God. That's right, to know Him and make Him known. These are the two most important things in life. And if you pour yourself into getting to know God, it will transform your ability to make Him known. In fact, spending more time alone with God is going to improve every area of your life, including your family, your finances, your job, and certainly your eternity. So plan to join us each Tuesday as we grow in our ability to engage with God in our everyday lives. Today on the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh and I open up and share some techniques that we employ as we desire to grow closer to God in prayer in an episode we're calling Jump Starting Your Prayer Life. Prayer is an interesting topic because so many people have different approaches, as they should. At the same time, it can sometimes be an awkward topic to discuss, almost like managing our money, because we may not want to ask for help when we need it. And since we might avoid talking about the specific ways we spend time alone with God, we can easily go through life not knowing what we don't know, not knowing the ways other people heighten or improve their time with God through prayer or other means. Some folks think of prayer as a boring time spent listing all the people in our lives who are sick or hurting or a time we talk to God about needing help in our own lives. And of course, requests are a big part of our prayer time with God. But what if it's more than that? What if prayer is simply a name we give to an activity that involves specifically hanging out with God, talking to Him about life? You know, that thing we do that stirs our hearts for increased relationship with Him, much like the conversations we would have with a friend at a coffee shop. So what does your prayer life look like? Is it regular or random? Is it relational or impersonal? This is what we want to talk about. And above all else, we want to give you some ideas, some practical ideas of things that helped us take our prayer lives from the mundane to the meaningful. A couple things to expect. I share some specific strategies for prayer that will definitely help you keep things fresh and real. And we discuss the incredible importance of having a plan for prayer to avoid the negative habit of praying only in a crisis. So let's go ahead and pray and we'll get into it. Dear Father, we are so grateful for you giving us life, and we just want to tell you how much we love you. I ask that you would help us better understand the purpose of prayer as well as its function in our lives in order to gain strength in our relationship with you. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, go ahead and stir up your expectations as we jump into this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast entitled, Jumpstarting Your Prayer Life. All right, people, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast. The Gargle Fest. Sorry. Pure Worship Podcast. Just wanted to do it, Jeff. You got to have a little gargling on your podcast. I mean, I think it's a pretty standard affair. (laughs) Wow. Pretty normal stuff. I mean, absolutely, man. In fact, people are probably getting bored with all of your gargling. Dude, what if we did the whole podcast today gargling? Okay, let's try it. Give me a. Give me a. 
We're gonna talk to the end of this podcast. You know, as as <laughs> as creative as that seems, Josh. Sounds, no. Um, I I mean, it's not. No, I'm not trying to be you know offensive or controlling in any way. But I'm thinking that it could be dangerous. Okay. For one, <clears throat> all right. You could drown. Um, it could be annoying for well, some people. They might turn off the podcast well, when in Rome. Okay. When in Rome. Right, right. Because we all know that Rome, the Romans, gargle quite a bit. Absolutely. And anyways. Hey, hey. You know, Jeff, I, uh, part of my secret place. Yeah. <clears throat> part of my secret place is gargling. Okay. In tongues. Gargling in it's tongues. It's how I connect the clearest with the Father, I feel. Yeah. I'm he kidding. I'm It really idiot. opens up. It's like the rivers of living water flowing in the back of your throat to make <laughs> anyway okay. there is no anyway. spiritual connotation with this hey, okay. b- but in all seriousness today uh, we are going to be talking about our secret place kind of exposing a little bit and opening the door so yep. to speak of letting you guys in on what uh, what our secret place looks like you know uh, we could talk about this on the podcast and you know we, we, we talked about the secret to life is the secret place and all these different things and really guys that's uh, kind of why we're even doing this thing is because of our times with the Lord that we've had and we're just wanting to pass it on to you. Yeah. And what's cool is, is that my secret place time, my, my time with the Lord, it can actually manifest in different ways and look yep. different than yours. And yes. so we're well, gonna... we kind of thought we'd give you guys some ideas too. I mean, it, it, it's one of those areas that we don't often talk about because there's this kind of unspoken idea that everybody knows how to spend time with God. And right. so we don't, and, and it would almost be like me trying to give you advice on how to uh, handle your money. Right. Like, it's a little bit like what? What are you talking about? Like you're gonna give me advice on how to spend time with God. I don't know how to spend time with God. It's none of your business. Yeah, it's none of your business. I spend time with God. I'm spiritual. Like if you have to give me advice on how to spend time with God, <laughs> then maybe I don't really know how to spend time with God, and that would be embarrassing. Right. And you know, so but we're not trying to suggest anything other than hey, why don't we just share a little bit about what it looks like for us to spend time with the Lord, you know? So secret place, call it whatever you want. You know, again, I used to call it the quiet time oh, back quiet in the day. Times. But I don't really like that term, <laughs> the quiet time, because I like to have a loud time with God too. Yes. Yes, so loud and quiet time in the secret place. I like the, t- the term secret place because it is just me and God. Yeah. You know, it does really help me understand that this isn't really, it is different than me hanging out in the church place. Yep. The church place is one thing. It's great. We're all together singing. It's powerful, the gathering, the body, uh, but it's different. And we're encouraging you, if that's the only time you spend time with God is in the public place, we're just challenging you that you should step into that secret place where it's just you and God alone. Uh, there's something powerful. I think it's a both and, you know, you got to have those public gatherings, but you really need to have that time alone with the Lord. Yep. And so call it whatever you want. Uh, I do encourage you to have some loud times with God and mm-hmm. some quiet times with God and everything in between. But we just thought we would break it down a little bit and share some of the ways that we spend time with the Lord and maybe it'll stir you or excite you. I, I think one of the things that we all fight is that, Sometimes, I mean, anything that you do over and over again can get boring or can get numb or you can just grow tiresome, you know? 
Uh, so there are some things that Josh does that help him combat that tendency to be complacent or numb. Uh, what do we do when we don't feel like spending time with God? Which, you know, that never happens because we're so spiritual at all. I am very spiritual. Yeah, so we're really going to have to reach for that one. No, actually, it happens quite a bit yeah. where I don't feel like spending time with God. I wake up in the morning and I'd rather just like, you know, look at Instagram or rather just... Uh, I don't know. Just do something else. Uh, I'd rather just watch a movie or I don't know, or, or go eat. Yep. Um, and, and, and really, uh, one of the things I've tried to do is to try to create some habits in my life. Mm. Uh, and I find that that is very helpful. I'm a structured type of individual and not everybody out there is. So again, take some of this, leave some of it, whatever. But for me, it has helped me a ton. Number one, to have time set aside time. And this is the thing. You might not even be a structured person, but I think it does help you if you can at least schedule something. You can always change the plan. Yep. I mean, I changed the plan, but I have a plan. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a plan, there's a lot less chance that you're going to have time alone with God. Yep. A lot greater chance that you're going to not do what you really want to do. And so I always just kind of plan it. Uh, for me, I schedule a time in the morning every day. Um, uh, truthfully, six days a week to spend some time with God. Um, really, Monday through Friday being the most specific. Mm. And then Saturdays kind of varies a little bit. Yep. Uh, and then Sundays, my time with God uh, consists of me at church mostly, and then time with my family where we have Bible stories and that type of thing. But definitely Monday through Friday, there's some real specific set-aside time. My, uh, my plan uh, with that time is to spend anywhere from an hour, uh, sometimes to an hour and a half a day, just me and God. Wow. Uh, and, you know, honestly, my goal, and I, and I know that might sound like crazy, um, my goal would be to get to 10% uh, of, on, my, of my life, which is, we're not there. We're not there yet. No, man, can I throw uh, a curveball at you please, quick? Go ahead. So for you, man, do, have, is this something that you've always done or what was the process to getting you to that place? Because to be honest, man, I'm talking like, you know, it's awesome if I do 30 to 45 sure, minutes. Sure. Uh, so how did no, you get to that incredible. place of establishing that discipline? Um, you know, okay, I think it started when I was a kid because my parents did instill in us the idea of spending time with God. Uh, and in those days, it was me reading my Bible. I mean... Again, I think I shared this story, uh, just the short version here, you know, I, in middle school, there was this lady that kind of taught me how to read the Bible. And so mm-hmm. I would read four chapters a day because she taught us how to do that. Something from the Old Testament, something from the New Testament. And I just kind of go through it, you know, and start in Genesis and start mm-hmm. reading a chapter a day in Genesis. And I'd start in Matthew, start reading a chapter in Matthew a day, and then just keep going to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, keep going. And then I would also read the Psalms one chapter a day and, and Proverbs one chapter a day. And so I started doing that. And then the idea of... Um, and I don't even remember when this happened, but I started creating uh, a prayer calendar, just a plan for prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and I can talk some more about that too, because I want to give you guys some ideas with prayer. Yeah, that'd be but awesome. But just like some things that I pray for and I lay out throughout the week. Uh, so you don't, not just completely random, you know? I mean, there's definitely random things that happen with prayer too, but, but just trying to establish those disciplines. Because again, I, for me, I, I don't know about everybody else out there, mm. but for me, it's just not going to happen if I yeah. don't plan it out. If I don't schedule it in my day, 
my, I was sharing with you just before we started talking, once my day starts rolling and I've got ideas and I'm planning classes for North Central or I'm writing in my new book or, or, or I'm writing a song, once those things start, those juices start flowing, like for me to stop and take 30 minutes and spend time alone with God and not get distracted with Facebook or Instagram or, or just to-do lists, yep. it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So for me, uh, I do... Uh, our kids have to get up early for school and, and I've challenged them to spend time with the Lord in the morning. Uh, they do a little thing. I think I'm going to share this on another podcast, but they do a little thing. I challenge them just starting this fall. Uh, my two oldest, 16 and 14 years old, a little thing I call 10, 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And their goal is to spend 10 minutes in the word, 10 minutes uh, praying and 10 minutes with musical worship cool. every day. Uh, and then, then we, and we actually read a couple of chapters a day right now but we get up you know i get up i think i hit the snooze a couple of times but i my my alarm is like set for six and then get up a few you know minutes later maybe it's 18 minutes later because i think the snooze is like nine minutes you know uh so i hit it a couple of times but then yes get it up. is jeff i know it well <laughs> it is exactly nine minutes you know it you know it and so maybe around six eighteen or something i'm getting up out of bed and and uh you know there's different things on different days that are happening but but my goal is to spend that first hour because uh, we come together about 7.30 with my boys. So by about 6.30, I'm down in the basement. I've gotten a drink of water. I've gotten dressed, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just so I can function. Got the eye boogers out of my eyes, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> Blow my nose, <laughs> stuff like that. And then I come down and I start to read. And I yeah. usually try to, between 6.30 and 7.30, I've got that time uh, set aside for some time with the Lord. And uh, then at 7.30, we get together and have about five minutes, five to 10 minutes with my boys, yeah. just kind of reflecting on what they read, what I read, talking a little bit, pray together, send them off to school. Man, that's awesome. I, I like this, man, because what we tell a lot of people, even with sharing the gospel in our ministry, is we say, look, I think the number one reason why people don't share the gospel, yes, fear and rejection yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff, Bro, the number one reason is that people don't have a plan yeah. in place yep. to do it. Yep. And I think, I'm just going to tell you this, man. I'm kind of a free spirit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it isn't kind of wild and authentic <laughs> and just like, oh, it just happened and I had this great encounter. Yep. Like it feels, it can feel um, forced, or- forced or unauthentic. Yeah. So what would you say to a guy like me who's a little bit more of a free spirit? What, what are some practical steps to put that down? kind of discipline yeah. in place. And I know you're going to be talking about uh, kind of the idea of getting into the word, getting into worship and prayer, those three aspects. Yeah. But I'm just talking for me more of a free yeah. spirit. What would you kind of tell me to kind of lock down and and expand that time? Well, it's interesting because the first thing I think of when you ask me that is songwriting. Hmm. Because a lot of people approach songwriting that same way too. I meet uh, a thousand. <laughs> that's me, man. Oh, it just happened. It, it just, just happened. oozed out. Yeah. And there was this moment, you know, and it's just so random, you know, yeah. people just writing a song all of a sudden, you know, but there's, there's a both and to this thing, right? Like, and I'm literally teaching songwriting at North Central right yeah. now, the class this semester, just sharing, just begin teaching every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, teaching songwriting. And this is something that I'm trying to help instill in people that songwriting is great if you just kind of do it on a whim, but you actually have to learn to develop the discipline of wow. songwriting. Yeah. And you actually 
can develop the discipline. And I told him, I said, guys, this is going to be the first time for some of you that you actually have a deadline. Like I actually have drafts. They have to do draft one, draft two, draft three. No kidding. And they have to turn it in and there has to be something there. Wow. And so I'm trying to get them in the habit of, I am a songwriter. Like this is what I do. I mean, there are literally people that go to publishing companies every day. I mean, this is Jonathan Lee. Yep. You know, his job, he would get up in the morning and he would go to uh, the publisher and he would have songwriting appointments. Wow, he would write songs man. every day yeah, with yeah, people, yeah. you know, and you kind of learn this thing, but you realize that you learn that there's a craft to it. So it's the same type of thing here. Yeah, sometimes some of those best, the best songs just come spontaneously. Yep. But if you don't have any plan to write, then you don't learn even the, pra- you got to develop the practice of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things will come out that you didn't even realize would come out That's as good. you discipline yourself yes. to make time. Now, are there times in that discipline where no songs come out? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. So some days you get the goosebumps and you spend time with God and mm-hmm. it's wonderful and amazing. Other days, honestly, it just feels like you're, going through the motions. And we talk about this idea of, you know, we don't fake it to make it, we faith it to make it. Come on. So, you know, just because I don't feel like spending time with God doesn't mean I shouldn't. Yeah. Because here's what happens, Josh. What I found is that when I'm rolling down here early in the morning and I'm not really a morning person, I mean, maybe I, I think I've begun to develop the habit so that I can function. But if you just, my natural self, I like to stay up late. Uh, I'd probably be up till two or three in the morning being creative and all that stuff if I just did whatever I wanted to do. But I'm rolling down here early in the morning and by faith, I mean, I'll even say, Lord, I really don't feel like doing this right now. Mm -hmm. But, and then I remind myself, like, but you're the God of the universe. You made this place. You breathed life into me. You were awake the whole night while I was sleeping. You kept me alive. You kept my <laughs> lungs moving. You kept the blood flowing through my veins. That's and it cool. starts to get me excited. That's fun. I think, wow, this is my God. And I'm coming to meet with him. And it's not a drudgery, as yep. we talk about a lot of times in, the, in this podcast. It's not an obligation. It's an invitation. Yeah. And it's a beautiful invitation. I get to go spend time with the God of the universe. But see, it sounds real exciting for me to talk about it on a podcast. But at 6 a.m., it's, it's it sometimes is not. It's less exciting. Right. So, yep. but I'm still going to, I even look at my Bible and I'll say, all right, Bible, <laughs> I'm going to open you right now. And I have to realize this is actually the word of God. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to read it. And I, and I ask, I say, Lord, a lot of times I try to remember to pray this and don't do it every day, but like, Lord, will you just speak to me through your word? Cool. Will you open my heart? I need you to open my heart because otherwise it's just going to be words on a page. Yep. And I need this to be more than a words, words on a page. I know it is. So the problem is not the words on the page because it is your word and it is vibrant and it's not going to return void. Mm. But sometimes my perspective is it's just words on a page. So awaken my perspective, shift my perspective, help me this morning uh, as I'm tired and just waking up, just speak to my life, open my heart. Very cool. I love that, man. So I don't know. Let's let's, uh, go through a couple things here as we talk about a few highlights about prayer and about the word of God and then about musical worship as well. Yeah. Uh, for me, those three things were not always a part of my time with God. As, as I mentioned, kind of grew up really understanding prayer and the word, but really didn't understand uh, adding that musical component of worship, why that would be important. Saw that as something we did at church. You know, I'm a musician. I didn't even, you know, put two and two together that this could be something I could actually turn on a CD right. or pull up Spotify, whatever, and I could 
put my worship playlist out there and I could begin to worship God in a room by myself. So we'll get to that, but I want to start with prayer. Uh, prayer to me, I'm just going to get real practical with this. Um, one of the things that I do, Josh, on a regular basis, a couple of things. Uh, one is I, and I mentioned it a minute ago, but this, this idea of a prayer list for the week. Okay. So I actually have this, uh, this little prayer list right here. Ooh, it's cute. Uh, it's teeny tiny so that it's hard to read except for me. Um, but it has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on there. Wow. And what I do instead of trying to pray through everything every day, um, which is impossible. And then you stop praying altogether. Mm -hmm. I just kind of break it out and I have certain things that I pray for on specific days. Cool. Now, of course I break that pattern some days when I need to pray for something that's not on the right day. I I can still pray for it, yep. but I have a plan here. So Monday, I pray for my family, my yep. immediate family. Uh, I, I pray for my wife, pray for my kids, all those types of things. I have some different things down down here that I pray for, whether it be our finances, uh, praying. I like to pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding for myself, for my family, uh, pleading the blood of Jesus over my family, that cool. type of thing. So Monday is kind of dedicated to the family. Tuesday is dedicated to my extended family. So I'm praying for my parents. I'm praying for my sister, Deanna. I'm praying for her family, Tim, Luke, uh, Levi. Praying for the, the people that are associated with them, too. Praying for Martha's family, uh, nieces, nephews, you know, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, all those people. And I'm going through those names. Now, again, let me say this. I, I don't pray for these. I, some days I miss a day with this actual prayer list. And then I just jump in wherever I left off, or not when I left off, but whatever day it is, you know? Sure. So if I didn't do Wednesday, it's okay. I, I'll get to, I'll just continue with Thursday when I jump in and when it, but it just is a plan. <clears throat> so Wednesday, uh, I start, I pray for our church. Cool. Because Wednesday nights we have church and, mm -hmm. and I'm just, it's on my mind. I, and, and the youth, I, I meet with the youth at our church on Wednesday nights. And so I'm just praying for our church, praying for our pastors, praying for uh, the services for that night and all that stuff. That's awesome. Thursday, uh, I'm praying for Worship City Ministries. That's my touring ministry. Everything I do, writing books, uh, podcasts, all that stuff sets under the, the ministry of Worship City Ministries. So I'm just praying that God would increase my ability to speak, communicate. Hmm. He would teach, he would give me songs to write that would touch the nations. Uh, I'm praying for the people on my board, uh, praying for those guys, uh, praying for God to go before me in my touring dates that he would minister to people. Holy Spirit would go and we'd have supernatural encounters with God on the road as I travel and do worship coaching and those wow. types of things. That's Thursdays. On Friday, I'm praying for North Central University. So I'm praying for President Hagen and our, our VPs and our provosts and, and my dean and all these folks and, and different members of the teams, uh, mm. the worship teams that I have that I teach and train, students in my class, that type of thing. Cool. On Saturday, the idea is to pray uh, for people like friends, uh, neighborhood Josh uh, Edwards. Josh Edwards, Josh. exactly. Lord, right? get him right? saved, Come Jesus. Come on, Lord, set him free in the name of Jesus, <laughs> right? Uh, and then on Sunday, uh, our country. So praying for America, uh, even for things like uh, Revive Minnesota, mm -hmm. those types of ministries and all that type of thing. Uh, future stuff for our, 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 the globe. I mean, mm -hmm. just praying for, for God to move, you know, uh, let, let, heaven come to earth super cool so man. i honestly even reading through all that like i don't pray for all those details every yeah. time you know yeah. but i just kind of listen to what god's saying on those days in in those categories 
but I have a plan. We also do that at night with our kids. Wow. So at night, we go through those similar, especially usually for us, it's Monday through Thursday. We kind of do this because uh, the weekends get kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But we actually have all six of us. We'll pray for one other, each other. On Monday night, it's like everybody pray one down. So, uh, you know, like... <laughs> Roman prays for Evan, and Evan That's prays really for cool. Channing, and Channing wow. prays for Clara, and then Clara prays for Daddy, and mm-hmm. Daddy prays for Mom. And then next time we switch it up to the next person, you know. Nice. And then on Tuesday we're praying for our cousins. Everybody picks a cousin or an aunt or an uncle. And mm-hmm. Wednesday we're praying for a pastor, so everybody picks a pastor. Yeah. On Thursday we're praying for teachers or government people or whatever. Hmm. So, we do dude, I'm, I'm sure you don't do it perfectly, but no, I, I just love the level of intentionality on here. I think if that's one thing that I'm learning from you and even being a part of this podcast is just like high level of intentionality. Again, it's not perfect. It's sloppy. It can be challenging sometimes. Miss days. But I guess it's calling me to like rise up and fight for that. Yeah. Yeah. And make room for it in my life. And so I'm blessed. Just that little little piece of paper I wish you guys could see it because this is this <laughs> tiny little card and uh, but tons it's, of information but, on but it's it's intentional yep. and it's like yep. dude that plan is in place yep. and at least you have this is the goal here yep. and it's accessible and it's I, I don't know it, yep. it's, at least the plan's in place no it's cool so I dig it all right, so it's never too late to start training your kids or others around you to breathe new life into their prayer life. Martha and I determined early on that we didn't want to teach our kids one of those popular four-line rhyming prayers for bedtime or at mealtimes. We began teaching them right from the beginning to talk to God concerning the issues of their life, to speak to Him as they would any person, though in this case a very special person. Of course, you don't have to do it like we do it. Be creative with the way you pray. Just don't let yourself go through one more day without making a plan. Because if you don't plan to pray, you won't pray. Maybe you're like Josh and you feel weird doing planned prayers. Remember, I greatly discourage reciting the same prayers over and over word for word. But creating a routine plan with room for lots of spontaneity within the plan makes for great balance. Okay. I have a really exciting announcement to make that involves you. I'm going to be leading a team of musicians on a trip to Mozambique, Africa, this May 9 through May 20, and we are looking for prayer and financial partners to send us out. If you'd like to help, please email me at info at jeffdo.com. We'll have more info soon on Facebook and Instagram. All right, as we get back to the conversation, Josh challenges us to make sure we're being intentional in our prayer life, and I walk through a practical prayer guide that makes the Lord's Prayer a perfect template for each day as a way to connect more intimately with God. So listen up and gear up as we get back to this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast. So I kind of have two sections of my prayer in the morning. I have first section is really me praying a lot of times through almost every day I pray through the the Lord's Prayer. Cool. And, and what I mean by that is I don't mean I quote it, but I actually take it as categories to springboard off into other things that are 
connected to that that idea. Cool. I don't really see this prayer that Jesus gave us as something that we're just supposed to pray by rote every day and you're <laughs> right. good to go. You know, it just seems like it gets recited it, yeah. nailed it, yeah, good to go. It. You know, uh, it does seem to, to kind of get that way when we when we say it in church. Sometimes it's just kind of blah bland, whatever. So but, give me how, how do you pray that out then? Like yeah, how do you so take that? I will start with you know our Father in heaven. You know, hallowed be thy name. And I take mm-hmm. that section right there and I begin to expand on that. Wow. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. First of all, I just talk to my father. Yeah. Like, father, I love you. I'm coming to you, father. You're my father. You're my God. Super uh, cool. I, I seek you. I love you this morning. Mm-hmm. I, and then I talk about, oh, you're holy. A lot of times I'll be like, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who mm. was and is and is to come. Cool. And then sometimes I get sidetracked. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've always <laughs> been. And not only have you always been, like get, get my mind wrapped around that, but you are right yeah. now. You exist. And oh man, you're coming back. Yeah. And I hone in on that because I forget he's coming back. I know, man. Like, you know, wow. he's coming back, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I'm like, oh man, you're Ooh. coming back and I thank you so much you're not leaving us here in this situation just just see you guys you know he's yeah. coming back for us wow and so just holy 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 god you're perfect you're amazing mm-hmm. because i always say this my ears need to hear my mouth declaring these things these yes. truths of the word of god absolutely so I, i'm praying man. it out you know our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name may your name be honored my, my the bible says too so i just expand on that mm-hmm. and then i'll move into you know may your kingdom come may your will be done and so i'd pray specifically about that my like, god let your kingdom come in my life yeah. as it is in heaven. Wow. Lord, let your kingdom come in Martha's life today. God, she takes care of our kids. Will you let your kingdom come in her life? Oh, God, maybe I'm praying for, for our neighbors or something. Lord, let your kingdom come in the nations today as it is in heaven. Lord, let your will be done. I love what Tommy Tenney used to say all the time. Yeah, um, Tommy. He, he, back in the day, right? <laughs> One thing that stuck with me for sure God chasers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said, when you pray, my kingdom come, you also need to realize that you're praying, your kingdom come. Yeah. God, your kingdom come. You're, you're praying, my kingdom go. Right. Right? Because both kingdoms can't stay. One has to triumph over right. the other. Yeah. And then the same thing with when we say, Lord, your will be done, my will be gone. Wow. I want my will to align with God's will. So I'll pray it. some of that stuff. Yeah. Hey, real quick yeah. sidebar. I yeah. love how it says... Your kingdom come, your will be done. And in the original King James, it's in earth mm. as it is in heaven. Mm. And dude, I just think about that even just personally. You're you're praying this yes for the globe. Yeah. But when you when we're declaring this prayer, we're made of earth. Yeah. We're made of dust. So Lord, let your kingdom come, let your will be done in earth, yes. in us as it is in heaven. Let heaven's realities be manifested in me, through me, for me. You know, yes. it's really personal. So yes. anyway, yes. that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So I just kind of go through the whole thing. I don't have to do yeah. all that right now, but you know, you get the idea, you know, give us today uh, our daily bread. And then I expand on the needs yeah. that thank we have. Thank you for provision. Yes, yeah. thank you for provision. Yeah. I recognize that everything, I look around the room, literally I'll call stuff out. That's Lord, dope. that piano, that right there, that's your gift to me. You would yeah. provide everything that I have, that computer, Oh, that music stand. I'm mm-hmm. literally calling stuff out. Uh, I recognize <laughs> that everything so, I have is, I have to keep reminding myself, this is his stuff. Lamb. And he provides. Yes. Microwave. He provides. Thank he nourishes me. Yeah. He gives me the food I need, but he gives me everything else I need That's as well. That's awesome. Man. I love the parallel of he gives me uh, physical food. 
But I also see it as nourishment for my soul. Yes. So I'm like, God, give me today the spiritual food that I need. Yep. In the name of Jesus. You know, and you go through the whole thing. That's cool. I spend a lot of time. I spend time. I can repent every day. I repent. I repent of, of thoughts or, or pride or, or things that I've, I've done or said that were wrong. Maybe I said something mean to Martha or, or whatever. I'm just like, Lord, I repent. You know, uh, forgive us our trespasses yes. as we forgive those who trespass against yes. us. So you were saying earlier before we recorded mm-hmm. this podcast, you were saying sometimes in that prayer time, yep. you just go line by line sometimes yes. of like, Lord, I forgive this person. Yes. Man, Jesus puts that heavy premium on that. He yes, says, he hey, if, if, if you don't forgive those, yes. you won't be forgiven. That's I mean, right. just crazy stuff. Yep. So any thoughts I, I on that? I want to that because yeah. that's huge. I mean, again, we, we talk about these kind of bottom line scriptures. That one you just brought up, when God says, if you don't forgive others, then I won't forgive you. I see that as like, that's me not spending eternity with God in heaven. Wow, man. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I go through and there are people, if there's people, I just want to say this, if there's people out there, guys, that you have in your life that you have not forgiven, you got to understand this. And there's a million, so much, so much teaching on this. And I, so sometimes I think everybody knows this stuff already, but mm-hmm. we got to keep passing this on like you got to remember that when you don't forgive it doesn't hurt the other person Mm -hmm. it hurts you right you it's like as they say it's like drinking poison expecting Expecting, the other person to die right but it's true yeah you if if it's your mom if it's your dad if it's your brother your sister your ex whatever it is you need to speak those words i forgive and then say their name that's good i forgive them with all my heart it's hard it doesn't make sense we're not saying that you're excusing them from the wrong that they've done to you yep. you're just saying my father is bigger than this wrong yeah. my father and you're and you're also confessing that that person is not the enemy like the Bible says that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. So even people who have hurt you, you need to understand that hurting people hurt people. Yeah. So that helps you have compassion for people, even though they've done wrong, you're not excusing what they've done. You're not affirming what they've done, but you're not allowing it to hurt you. Yeah. You're not allowing it. You're saying, Hey, you know what? My God will take care of me. Wow. I release. I use mm. that word a lot too. Forgive, but I need to change the word sometime because I get numb to the word forgive. I release them. There are people who owe me money, Josh. And I say, I release the money. It's not mine anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. need it. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I don't need the money. You can provide whatever I need, Lord. I bless them and I release them. All that stuff is so important. Jeff, here's that five bucks I owe you. Yeah. That's awesome. I thought it was 10, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm an eternal debt to you, brother. Anyways, yeah. Hey, but, you know, this is all, again, guys, this is all in the context of Secret Place. So this is Jeff's approach uh, in the area of prayer. And it's pretty cool to see, man. Again, I just love, love, love the intentionality. Well, it's so important. I, I remember hearing another thing that has really stuck with me. Uh, pastor Nate Roosh, Emmanuel Christian Center pastor, mm-hmm. uh, he was teaching on prayer at North Central one time. And, and one of the things that really stuck out to me was, you know, so many times we have issues and we whine and whine and complain to everybody else. But prayer is us taking those to God. Right. I mean, it sounds so basic. But sometimes we forget to actually talk to God about our issues. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, and he's like, this is what you got to do. You've got to open your mouth. You've got to unpack yeah. this stuff with God. Like, like 
vent to him. I mean, yeah. we read it in the Psalms. Like right. David is going crazy, like you know, going off on God sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. and God's a big boy; he can handle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And so, but we've got to process this stuff with God. Mm. Let him hear. Obviously, he hears you. And you might think to yourself, well, he hears me already. That's okay. You need to speak to him in relationship directly about the issues that you have, you know, and get it out. Let it come out. And like you said earlier, man, it's it's good for you to hear yourself confessing that. I I really, I believe in that. Another thing that I think is so important, Josh, uh, I think sometimes when we think of prayer, it's always thought of as, you know, requests. Right? Like we're always just asking God for stuff. Yeah. And I think I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but the idea of, Hey, if my kids always came to me and said, Hey dad, can I have the car keys? Can I have some money? Can I, can you help me with my homework? Can you provide food for me? And all they ever do, the only communication with me is just, I need this. I need this. Can you give me that? Can you give me that? Then our relationship isn't very deep. It's not really relational. It's just based on what I can do for them and what I can give them. So I just want to really encourage you guys. And we've challenged our kids with this, not to start off with, Lord, help us today. Give us strength for the day. Heal Aunt Betsy, you know, be with the dog in Jesus name. Amen. Like yeah. just bring your requests. Come talk to him. Yeah. Like discipline yourself to actually just say, good morning, God. I love you. I praise you for who you are, mm-hmm. right? So we're always coming to him with a relational aspect. So I just find that to be so important. Yeah, Philippians 4, 6, man, absolutely true. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Absolutely mm-hmm. come to him with requests. Yes. Uh, but the whole thing is, don't be anxious about anything, man. Just just release it to him. Just yes. speak to him. Uh, thank him for all, all these different things. And man, what Jeff is saying... I, I love that relationship. Just keep it relationship, relationship right? Yeah. Don't think of him as a Santa Claus, somebody that's just providing everything for you and yeah. you got to keep asking him for stuff. He does want you to ask him for stuff, but think about it in a natural sense. Whenever you relate to God, think of it the way you would with a healthy human relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if Josh, the only relationship you and I have is me coming and asking you to do stuff mm-hmm. for me or, hey, I need you to be a part of this podcast. And right. But you and I don't really have a friendship. Then it's it's very shallow. Yeah, it's weird. You know, and it's the same thing that happens with God. But you find that as you develop relationship, the giving naturally happens. Yeah. Like if you develop a relationship with the Father, the Father's gonna wanna give you stuff. Yes. He wants to provide for you already. Yeah. But he doesn't want you to come to him just needing stuff. Mm. He wants you to want him. Yeah. And that's the power of prayer. I like it. All right, so I, I just want to hit on one last thing I want to say about prayer. It's so important to to let your secret place bleed out into your everyday. <laughs> okay. So again, we don't want one or the other. We want both. So when you think of talking to God in prayer, and that's all it is, you got to just talk to God. You know, there's again, there's some of you out there listening. Maybe you're thinking that you got to, you know, get down on your knees, mm-hmm. fold your hands, close your eyes and begin praying to God. When you get the revelation that you can actually even pray with your eyes open, <laughs> you know, cause we all what? have the stories. I know it's crazy. It's like God stops listening when you open your eyes, you know, uh. um, but cause, cause we all have this thing. Like I remember being in Sunday school as a kid mm. and I was praying and I was that kid. I remember at least one time doing this after the prayer's over, I raised my hand and said, teacher, Josie had her eyes open. 
oh, I don't realize that that actually incriminates me too because I had to have my eyes open during the prayer if I'm going to tell that she had her eyes open. right, you hypocrite. So, but but when I realized, I used to see people pray with their eyes open and thought that was really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get it. The idea of of, of praying with your eyes closed is because there's so many distractions and it really does help me focus. Yeah. But man, as you mature, you really can begin to talk to God. Like, I mean, some of you get this when you're driving down the road. You can't mm-hmm. talk to God with your eyes closed while you're driving, you know, but yep. you can talk to him with your eyes open. Yeah. And it's a really cool thing to do. So that aside, though, I want you to take prayer into your everyday life. Mm. Some people really don't process the idea that, OK, like, let's say students, uh, you're about to go into a classroom and, and maybe the classic one would be for me to say it this way. Say, oh, well, Lord, will you? As you walk into the class, you just whisper a prayer and you say, Lord, help me uh, pass this exam. Yeah. Okay, well, that'd be classic. Well, what if you came in the class and you said something like this? Lord, will you give me a favor with a teacher? Mm. Lord, will you open my ears so that I can hear what they're saying? Oh, I love it. Will you give me a new perspective on what's about to be taught so that I can not be bored and I can write down the things that I need to remember? You know, just little things like that. Engage God every day in your life. That's good, man. As you're walking down the street, maybe you see someone coming towards you and you whisper a prayer and say, Lord, I don't know who this person is, but Lord, would you touch them? Mm. Uh, and if you want me to engage with them, would you show, give me a sign? So uh, maybe you drive down the road and you see an accident and you begin to pray right then for those people that you're passing by, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, the other side of the road or the ambulance is there or whatever, but you begin to pray. Take prayer into your everyday life. Yeah. Right? I mean, talk to God throughout the day. Lifestyle, man. Yeah, yeah. So just the everyday stuff and bring God in. You know, maybe you could be silly with it. Lord, um, as I enter the cafeteria, will you please help me to have discipline to not pick up that cookie at the end? I don't know, whatever it is. Or, but you're just engaging with God more than just before meal, before bed, and that's it. And at church. He's there. You might as well acknowledge. Yeah. Bring him into your day. In every situation, man. This is what this means. You know, when we talk about the whole thing with the Pure Worship podcast, is is God is is purely involved Mm. in every area of your life. Yes. So, you know, this is, again, we're going to turn this podcast into two podcasts talking about how to spend time with God, how how Josh and I uh, navigate this thing called the secret place. What do we do? Uh, so we talked a little bit about prayer today and just some of the things that, that uh, go on, ways you can approach prayer. Mm-hmm. And then we also want to get into, in the next podcast, talking about the Bible and the importance of, of the Word of God. Yes. And then also talking about the importance of musical worship and how that can be so powerful in your everyday time with God. So Josh, man, will you pray us out? Yeah. yeah be great. Lord, thank you for intentionality. Thank you for uh, these amazing gateways or entry mm-hmm. points uh, to your presence. And uh, Lord, I thank you for prayer. I thank you that that's our language, that we can come to you and that you speak back. And that's this relationship. Mm -hmm. God, I thank you for the word of God, that you've written down an access point for us to declare to you and and you speaking to us, literally jumping off of a page. And Lord, I thank you for this, for for music, uh, another gateway, a powerful tool that can connect our uh, our deep calling out to your deep lord our spirit calling out to your spirit so god right now as we gear up for this second podcast uh in in regards to practical applications of the secret place lord we just bless every listener god even now just bring them into greater depths of fellowship and communion and relationship with you so we just bless uh this crowd in jesus name amen amen 
All right. Thank you so much for listening to this Tuesday's podcast entitled Jumpstarting Your Prayer Life. Guys, I'm begging you. You've got to talk to God out loud about the issues in your life. So many people just pray in their hearts if they pray at all. But we are meant to talk out loud to God. There is greater power in our words than we realize. And prayer is no exception. We need to speak the things we're feeling directly to God. Be honest. Tell Him when you're hurting. Tell Him when you're confused. Tell Him when you're lonely. And then begin to confess the truths of the Word of God over your situation. Psalm 116, 1 and 2 says this, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Okay, on the next podcast, we're going to give you a similar treatment with the Word of God as we have with prayer. We're going to pull back the curtain on our approach to stirring up a renewed hunger for the Scriptures. So, God bless you, and we'll see you next Tuesday for a brand new episode of the Pure Worship Podcast. 